Hi guys, Stuart Rogers here, um, just a quick one for me. Uh, once again, Joe and JP are back uh, with another review from Super Strong Style 16 2017. Um, they've just finished watching the third and final day. They're on the way back now. Um, they've recorded a review um, in the car on the motorway. So, yeah, just uh, sit back, have a listen. Once again, if you do listen via iTunes, if you can leave us a rating and review, that will be great. So anyway guys, I'll pass you over to JP and Joe. All the best. Hello everyone. Uh, this is the Indie Corner with the review of the final day of the Super Strong Style 16 tournament. Uh, we're completely knackered. This is JP. Here's Joe. Hello. Joe's driving currently on the M40. I'm sure we're breaking some sort of laws while doing this. I'm the uh, wheel man. He is the wheel man, very much. Um, he is very much resembling Ryan Gosling at the minute while he's driving. I was thinking myself more of what Triple H was to the click while they're doing all the driving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're we're going to do a sort of quite brief recap of today. Probably only about 15 minutes or so. Um, overall thoughts, Joe. Uh, going to start off with you before we go into a match by match recap uh, your thoughts on the two days that you saw and especially today I had a really fun time uh, today I thought was excellent uh, there were some really great matches today as well I think the right man won it was predictable but sometimes predictable is good there's nothing wrong with predictable at times and that predictability uh, really sort of won the day here I think Travis Banks epic kind of performance in the main event with Tyler um, really fun main event one thing I say is doing it over three days really kind of helped with the psychological approach with this final because it meant it was a real epic final whereas I thought last year was hurt a little bit because of the uh, length of the Tommy and, Tommy and Mark Andrews match where well, they both looked, especially Andrews last year looked absolutely knackered and they were yeah. like seven minutes so I thought that really helped it um, yeah there are advantages to three days there are advantages to two days there are disadvantages to both as well but I'm sure we'll speak about that later anyway yeah absolutely I can't, I can't disagree with any of that whatsoever I mean I thought it was brilliant the way <laughs> I mean I, I'm going to sound smug here but obviously on the preview show with Stu I more or less predicted that this is what would happen along with CCK interference um <laughs> And the only reason I went that way is because if you were going to go in a kind of conventional direction and something that was really crowd-pleasing, this is how you go about and do it. And it's like what you say about the psychology of the three days. They managed to do that. They managed to get a show where there was such emotional investment at the end. Um, I mean, very over... I know we're going straight into the main event. It was very overbooked, but it was overbooked in the right type of way. They got the overbooking kind of out of the way as well, I thought. So it sort of happened at a point in the match. You got that moment with CCK. You got British Strong Style out of there. You had the overbooked kind of ref bumps. But then we got, like, what, 12, 15 minutes of the match maybe after the interference. Um, So it it didn't feel like it sort of um, invaded too much in the main event, which I think has been an issue with progress for maybe sort of a year or so, maybe a year maybe more now with uh, title matches so it was good but that it was good it was there because it worked in the context of sort of long term storylines and booking planning but they got out of the way it worked and we got on with the match which was excellent I thought yep 
And I, we're going to go into the title match in a little bit. Um, we're going to start off at the beginning. And we're going to start off with the first match. There was um, some stuff beforehand where Jim had said that um, he was going to bring out his son um, in a Lion King uh, style entrance, which he did at the beginning, um, which he got the chance to do. Then we got into the first match, which was the Wasteman Challenge. Um, what initially started out, Roy Johnson coming out, then David Starr came out, and he was quickly uh, quickly followed by Mark Andrews, Flamita, uh, Flash Morgan Webster, Believer, Believer. That's right. That's who I was forgetting. And then ended up with a, uh, some appearances from Jack Sex Smith and uh, and Jimmy Havoc. Now, how did you feel about this show? Um, I thought it was funny. Uh, I yes. don't love the Waste Man Challenge stuff. I don't. Not a big Roy Johnson fan, if I'm quite honest with you. But I thought he was funny. It was the most I've sort of ever laughed along with him pre- uh, than I have previously. Um, it got everyone their sort of place in the car. What I liked was the kind of comedy beforehand. Some of the rapping was pretty good, I've got to say. David oh. Starr doing Fresh Prince was a bit of a moment. Uh, Flash, I loved Flashes. I thought he was great. Dave Start fucking up the Fresh Prince. Yeah, which is yeah, unforgivable yeah, yeah. seeing as he's from Philadelphia. <laughs> and I'm assuming West Philadelphia. Born and raised. Um, so, yeah, there were moments. It, 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 kind of funny though, because Jimmy Abbott came out, smashed everyone out over the head with, with chairs, felt like a bit of a strange, low key heel turn. Everyone's booing him, he buggers off. Then, they, then it just sort of turns into a match without any announcement. I thought that was a bit silly, and yeah. I thought it lost a bit of atmosphere because at no point was it announced as a match. A match just sort of occurred. Uh, so I thought they could have got around that a little bit better. You could have just said it was going to be a match. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why they didn't, to be honest. No. Um, and who won that? I can't even remember. It was... Uh, oh, God, now you're asking... Uh, David Flamita with the it was Flamita with the standing Spanish fly. It was, it, it was. was. You are right. Yeah. yeah. I have to also to add a bit of context to this. Um, certainly, we were out quite late last night. I was quite. I was late out the night before because I'd had a couple of half shandies and I had to go to midnight mass. So, if our memory fails us on this journey back, please, please, please persist. Um, uh, I have to say. Uh, with this match, I mean, David Starr just comes at a couple of points of maybe about the performers themselves. Your thoughts on a couple of the standouts in this match and how they've been over the weekend overall? I think Starr's awesome. I think he's one of the more underrated guys around in wrestling at the moment. I know Rev Pro had him booked for a load of dates, but I don't know if he's dropped out of a few of them. I do know he was going to be in the um, J Cup originally, but he's yep. now off to Israel with the Von Erich, so he had to drop out of that, unfortunately. Um, I think he's great. I think he's really good. It's interesting that you don't see him linked with WWE. I've not had any talk about him going to WWE at any It seems point. strange. He'd be a perfect fit for NXT. Well, I know he's just started with Ring of Honor, hasn't he? I don't know if yeah. he's signed a contract for Ring of Honor, but he's going to be... I think he's really going to be a great talent in Ring of Honor. 
matches with Marty and Osprey potentially there as well. And he, I've, I've always been impressed with him whenever I've seen him over here previously. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to complain if Progress bring him back. I'm not going to complain if Red Pro bring him back. Fight Club Pro, I've seen him before as well. So even if they bring him back, I won't be complaining. I think he's doing uh, a lot of sort of UK and Germany as well coming up. To me, he does a lot of work for a WXW, WXW, yeah, WXW yeah. as well. Um, I mean, on the whole, in terms of some of the more standout performers, I mean, I think Bill Eve has had quite a good weekend. I mean, I know he lost in the first round of the of the, um, of the Super Strong Soul 16 to Tyler Bay, but I think actually there were some. He's had some really kind of nice moments, as as much as anything. Some some good involvement that's gotten kind of nearer. He looks like he's had fun. I'll say that. Yeah, he does look like he's had fun. Um, I mean, we were kind of predicting ways that if you were going to turn him, that the, the, there were certainly things that you could do with that that, that plays into a kind of lot of interesting situations. Um, have to say as well, I know we said it yesterday, Flash Morgan Webster, um, really pumped up, really firing, lots of sort of good work from him, really enjoyable. Um, so, then we moved on to match number two. Uh, match number two was the first of the semi-finals of Super Strong Soul 16, uh, and this was Zack Sabre Jr. and uh, Travis Banks. Joe, your thoughts? Oh, great match. Loved the way it got underway. Really intense. Just started lumping two shades of shit out of each other immediately. Oh, yeah. The pace of it was great. There was an intensity to it. There were some really good kind of like worked MMA spots at points as well, which I really enjoyed and which they really made sort of work in the match. I've seen these guys for a few... Well, I saw them live in What Culture in Milton Keynes and I was yeah. a little bit disappointed with that match. Um, I think we were disappointed with that car, but that's another story oh, for another side. This one with what culture? <laughs> but that's, you know, we can talk about that another time. But um, yeah, this was exactly what it needed to be. I love the kind of struggle as well uh, that Banks had in the match because it really put him over going, really put him over strongly going into the final, going over sort of the, uh, to quote Zach Gibson, premier sort of British wrestler as yes. well, you know, yeah. New Japan talent as well, British heavyweight champion of Red Pro. So it made Banks look amazing going into that final. And it, he also looked knackered after the match as well, absolutely knackered. So oh, yeah. I thought this was the perfect setup match going into that final. And fair play to Zach because you could tell Zach really enjoyed working with Banks as well and really wanted to make him look good. Uh, whenever these two hook it up again, I'll be watching. That's all I'll say about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this I, when it's fiery, Zach, it's it's absolutely at his best. Yeah, and. He was on fire. I mean, in fact, this weekend, for those of you who, I mean, there's been a fair whack, uh, bit of criticism about Zach in terms of some of his Rev Pro matches and in terms of fans becoming somewhat apathetic. And I think at times we forget about the fact that we're spoiled with him, really. But the kind of Zach that we've seen in the last couple of matches, he has been absolutely on fire. I mean, the Zach Sex Smith match was not really a whole lot he could do about. But in terms of the Travis match and the uh, David Starr match he's had this weekend, he's been absolutely brilliant. And really good to see it. I mean, we were lucky enough to have a good sort of politics chat with him um, as well. He's he, he seems like he was really on a mission to kind of re-establish the fact that he is one of the premier British wrestlers that, that we that we have in this country. And he was in really good form. Um, Travis Banks as well, I mean, and we're going to talk about him in a, in a bit, sort of really proving how much he, he hangs with these guys. 
guys and it, it's not just hanging he is becoming really their equal and he's so adaptable yeah different matches had this weekend absolutely adaptable my favourite version of uh, Zach as well is when he's I, 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 like, I enjoy technical stuff sometimes I think it can be a little bit indulgent but I love intense fired up Zach oh he's it's, it's the best glorious it's the best type of Zach if you ask me yeah so uh, after that match we had the second semi-final and this was Tyler Bate and Matt Riddle um, I thought I'm going to stick my neck out because I thought after yesterday I mean the phenomenal match that Riddle had with Jeff Cobb I thought for me this was somewhat of a little bit of a letdown um, it was good it's not that it was bad but not really on the level that you're kind of expecting but maybe that's me and I'm just being an arsehole um, thoughts Joe I think I got a little bit more out of it than, than yourself I liked how they sort of went for a completely different approach <clears throat> so they're matching Manchester mm. which I enjoyed even with a screwy finish uh, felt like a regular sort of regular sort of indie match whereas I thought they, they were brave in this one tried something a little bit different with um, Tyler Bate taking his boots off at the beginning yeah. more grappling more again I've used this before worked MMA spots in there a little bit of sort of Pancrase style which I enjoyed um, so I, I got something out of it in that respect. One thing I didn't like, and this is what I find one of the biggest issues of progress at times, is this was a match that you had to watch, and it wasn't all out action. And I think a lot of the fans struggle in progress when it minority when it comes to watching matches at times that you are supposed to watch, yeah. and they just sort of feel, oh shit, there's no noise. I've got a chant. I've got a chant. And the attention that Tyler Bates feet got yeah it's funny at first but sometimes just let the joke go and just watch the match just get into the match and stop chanting stupid shit yeah <laughs> um, I, have, I have to say and, and you know and this weekend we've had a really brilliant time meeting lots and lots of, of really cool people who we see at various shows around the country quite often regulars and progress as well one of the things that it does wind me up the most um, is we're there to watch wrestling and I'm not there necessarily to laugh at a series of one-liners. Um, and that's kind of what you're getting with some of these chants. It's very much about themselves. And, I, you know, there comes a point where you just want to go, uh, yeah, do you mind watching a fucking match? You know, seriously, that's kind of what I'm here to see. Um, rant over. Uh, so, uh, and after that, uh, end of that match was uh, Tyler Bate winning with the Tyler driver um, to progress through... Uh, Matt Riddle, who, if uh, obviously very popular while he's over here, um, I, had some, I had a couple of nice chats with him over the, over the weekend as well. Um, one of the things uh, he seems to absolutely love working over here, loves working in front of the, that crowd, really enjoys himself. There's a crop of great guys for him to work with as well, which makes it easy. And if nothing else, the match against Jeff Cobb yesterday is going to be the thing that kind of yeah. really cements him. So when it's out on, on the VOD, on the Mark Progress, and you get a chance, I mean, there's going to be so much over the three days you're going to want to watch, but um, certainly Matt Riddle on day two is something It's else. the match of the weekend, if you ask me. Like yeah. Two days that I was there. Yeah, there is. I mean, I would say the main event for slightly different reasons. Yeah, um, yeah, no, just, definitely, definitely. For the moment and, like, the kind of epic feel that they managed to sort of employ as well it felt like a proper main event of a major tournament or a major show let's yeah. say it, um, we then go on to match four which is the match before the interval um, 
I'm not going to say too much necessarily about this because it was a somewhat of a strange match, strange kind of placement on the card. Mm. Um, putting this in, it was Kaylee Ray uh, defeating Katie Harvey um, with the leg bomb in order to, to become the number one contender to Tony Storm. It it felt like a bit of a come down to me after the, seeing the two um, semi finals yeah. and the kind of star power that was involved in the opener as well. And then you've got, I mean, Kelly Ray is, is well known at this point as kind of one of the, the best British women's wrestlers out there. And obviously she's the ICW women's women's champion as well. Um, the crowd, not as familiar with Katie Harvey. Well, she was there that time before with the one sleeve, wasn't she? And yeah, oh, shit went to soldier. Was, yeah. You've got no sleeves. And that's ah, like, you know, reference back to that. Kind of funny. But again, it was another one of those where it's like, fucking hell, just less of the match happened <laughs> um, it was actually quite brief um, and after the match there was a confrontation between uh, what we saw with uh, Tony Storm and Kaylee Ray and it was kind of what you would have expected I'm assuming that we're probably going to see this possibly in chapter 50 um, should be very should be very interesting to see where that goes I personally can see Kaylee Ray um becoming women's champion and almost progressing on from there uh, without trying to spoil too much on the podcast we uh, heard Tony Storm say that she's going to be wrestling in Japan a lot and that might be somewhat of a difficulty her working in, in progress around the near future even though she stresses it won't be it's wrestling and these things change Hi guys, I just want to tell you about UK Wrestling On Demand. It's a site which features over 250 hours of content from promotions such as Pro Wrestling Chaos, the Shropshire Wrestling Alliance, Ultimate Pro Wrestling, Free Count Wrestling, Britannia Wrestling and Triple X Wrestling. UK Wrestling On Demand will get you some promotions for a set price, but every title can be rented for a price of its own. New content will be added on a weekly basis, so head over to vod.yourfilesite.com and support these British promotions. Okay, uh, then we had the, the, the interval. We got back then with match five. Trend seven is awesome. Ah. <laughs> and the six stuff is, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good and he's selling it great. Uh, he's holding himself in, in like this comedic, but like arrogant, aloof, but kind of insecure almost way after this six second loss. He's gone all out of it and he's just great. His facial expressions, his body language was so on point in this. There was, yeah, there was some great action in this. It's um, comic timing. Yeah, he's it's absolutely so incredible. I'm wondering if he's been, if he did a B-Tech and drama at some <laughs> point along the way. Match ended when Havoc uh, interfered because Trent hit Havoc with a chair because Havoc was announcing the match with Glenn. Yeah. Uh, doing commentary. Trent smashed over the head with a chair. Havoc comes down to the ring, goes to hit Trent. Trent moves, smashes Haskins. Trent puts the sharpshooter on. He's passed out. Uh, then Havoc helps Haskins to the back. 
I think we're going to see a Havoc heel turn at some point. I can see Havoc and Haskins for Brixton, uh, not Brixton, uh, Alexander Palace, potentially. Yay. Which I think is a good match to make, uh, personally, for that show. Oh, I think, absolutely. I think oh, I think it's going to be an absolute crackerjack match to get there. Um, lots of interesting stuff with Trent Seven. I know, pretty much Stu, that we think that, that Matt Riddle might be in the horizons there as well, um, as a battle for the Atlas title, which would kind of make sense if they're going to be moving Haskins and Havoc onto that. Um, then we got through to the penultimate match of the night. Which was Jeff Cobb versus Pete Dunne ah, for the Progress Championship. Yes. Ah, oh, this was great. Jeff Cobb has really torn it up this weekend. and Another really fun match from him. Uh, uh, some of his suplexes, some of the combinations to lead to his suplexes are mm. oh, just get me every time <laughs> oh absolutely I was going crazy during this one I've got to say Steiner S Pete Dunn yeah Pete Dunn looked like he was fucked afterwards oh he did yeah it didn't look like a fun match for him I'll it, say that it feels like there's nothing more that we can really add about Pete Dunn that's not been said at the moment no. I mean the guy at the moment is, is so good he's on so much of a tear um, he's been absolutely phenomenally throughout, throughout the year. Jeff Cobb, first time in progress over the weekend. He'll be back. Yeah, he's really, really done a good, decent job this weekend, I've got to say. Really always, has. Always liked him, never thought he was outstanding by any means. But this this weekend, he's, I, I'm just completely sold on him. Completely sold on him. Again, sorry to hark on about it. You get back to the Matt Riddle-Jeff Cobb match. You get a chance to watch that. That's that's absolutely astonishing. Yeah. Um, one, yeah, of the yeah. be- one of the best matches that, that we've seen. Um, in certainly in, in recent progress history, so Dunn retained his title, and yep. then we went on to the main event, obviously, which was an absolute epic, and was exactly what a tournament final should be. Um, yes, really competitive match, near falls are plenty, lots of sort of moments where the crowd sort of get into it. Jim really hyped the crowd up, I thought, really well before the match as well. Yeah, knowing what a big sort of match it was, getting that reaction from the crowd. Um, I'm, I'm glad Travis Banks won I've yeah. got to say even though like I said earlier it was predictable but Tyler Bate you can see the seeds are certainly there for this face turn and sort of dissension within British Strong Style um, what you saw after the match was Tyler sort of look at Travis Banks bit of eye contact from the ramp as Travis Banks in the ring gave each other a nod sort of that form of respect I wondered whether they would shake hands potentially and that was where and that would lead to some sort of uh, British strong style dissension straight away mm-hmm. but it looks like we're on the kind of slow burn and slow build to the fallout I wonder whether we'll get um, Pete Dunn, Travis Banks and then Tyler versus Trent at Alexandra Palace potentially do you know what that would be absolutely fantastic because I mean, this this match there were times I thought oh right we've, we've got into kind of real overbooking territory and lots of stuff going on when I mean, we had Mustache Mountain get involved which is inevitable that was after um, two referee knockdowns he had uh, first of all was it Chris it was Chris Roberts who was knocked down wasn't uh, it, Joel, was it? Was Joel, Joel Allen yeah. Joel Allen who was knocked down first of all then Mark Paz Parry then after that you got into the uh, into the final uh, got into the final uh, stretch where you had Mustache Mountain right, uh, Mustache Mountain Pete Dunn strong style pretty strong style <laughs> sorry I'm knackered it's alright mate um, then you got uh, them involved then you had CCK come in um, this weekend which was great to see them they were 
absolutely. They got a huge ovation as well. Huge. The crowd went absolutely mental. We're charting CCK. Yeah. We knew it was coming. Um, and then they chased them off to the back, but then yeah. the match was on, like saying, earlier. The match carried on. One of the 10, things, 12 minutes? Yeah, and they built the match incredibly well. The signature spots were kind of teased, lots of nice reversals and transitions between signature yeah. spots at different points. Tyler teased hitting Travis with the uh, Tyler Driver 97 from the top, top mm -hmm. rope, after it, uh, Travis had kicked out of a Tyler Driver. Um, and then... Travis got out of it, and I'm trying to think of how he beat him. My God, my mind has gone. Oh, he got him in a cross face, and he cross tapped face. him in the cross face. Yes, he did. Um, and the place went absolutely mental. It's one of the yeah. maddest I've ever seen the ballroom go. It was similar in terms of, and I know you weren't there for it. In terms of Jack Smith, Jack Sexsmith winning on day one. Sure, it kind of felt that way in terms of that kind of epic moment. It's when you see something, when you see it in wrestling, especially when you see that big match, and you see that big match feel, and you think this is absolutely fantastic and this is exactly what you want to see um, I was enormously impressed with this I mean Travis Banks has kind of proven himself to be so adaptable and this is a guy who has kind of dropped everything behind on the other side of the world to come over to work over here um, sort of very similar kind of story in terms of his rise to, the, to becoming Fight Club Pro champion now there's the rise to him uh, Afterwards, we challenged Pete Dunne to the match at Ali Pali, um, which is going to be a really big match main event feel because if you liked Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne at NXT, NXT TakeOver, I'm kind of guessing it's not, we're not going to be a million miles away from that for this for this one here. Hopefully with a bit more of a sort of clean one-on-one -on -one match. Um, but having seen their match in Fight Club Pro before, that that we went to, uh, I'm pretty certain it's going to be one that knocks it out of the park as well. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Brilliant. Right, that's it then in that case. We're going to have a round-up because we both need to see our respective other halves and at sleep at some point as well. Um, get a chance to see it on the VRD, watch it on Demand Progress. This is JP and Joe. You'll find our Twitter handles on the description and everything else. Uh, see you later on. And we'll, we'll have a British Wrestling Spotlight up probably in about the next week or so with Benno. Cool. Thank Brilliant. You. Cheers. Text it, I keep it 100. Fuck my boss, text a mic, keep, 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 keep it 100.